0: Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Tao of Miracles podcast. Today's episode, as you've clicked on it, is about vulnerability and what would vulnerability have to do with being in the flow of miracles? What would vulnerability have to do with miracles and synchronicities delivering another level of magic into our lives? And the clue is through surrender. When we're not finding vulnerability in our lives, we can never, ever be in that state of surrender. We can't be in that state of just letting the universe work through us and flow through us and use us as a vessel of transformation for ourselves and for others. So we're going to break it down. Um, Vulnerability is something that in my own life has been incredibly hard. Um, So we're going to use... Some of the things that I've gone through, of course, um, we all have different nuances. But I can definitely say that I am not someone who is ever allowed to be vulnerable. Um, Raised by a British father from Liverpool, vulnerability wasn't allowed. (laughs) Stiff upper lip, kid. Stiff upper lip. Um, Keep it together. Uh, Put your best foot forward. I was always raised as a very young child not to be in that emotional state but to power through anything there's no vulnerability in that and that has caught me up in my spiritual practice it definitely caught me up and triggered a lot of things when the miracle process was going on and it was miracles and my spiritual practice coming together that finally forced me I did not want to go there because I didn't know how to go there. It forced me to look at these things and really understand what vulnerability is. So when we're in the process of putting airs on, right? If we're being anything other than our true, authentic self at any moment in our lives, we're not in our state of vulnerability. We're in a state of survival. When we're experiencing shame, but we're pretending we're not, when we are trying to power through situations and come up with a million solutions and try this and try that, and then the next thing, that's not surrender and that's not being vulnerable. We are trying to change the outcome of something that feels very uncomfortable to us. When we are believing, like here's, here's a really good one from my personal life, I had a spiritual practice where I absolutely believed that because I'm dedicated and devoted and do the work on my spiritual practice all the worst things in this world won't happen to me and when they did I felt completely disillusioned and alone and like well my spiritual practice doesn't even work and that was just a meme that spiritual practice doesn't ever promise nothing bad is going to happen to you it's how you work through that And it really even took away beliefs about my spiritual practice. It took, like being vulnerable took away every mechanism that I could ever come up with to try and feel safe. Vulnerability means you are not necessarily going to feel safe with the situation you're in with the thing you're being asked to drop so you can be in surrender with the um, feelings that are overwhelming you that you're trying to manage and not reveal to the world what's really going on because you're a survivor. So when we look at, I'm going to tie this back quickly to miracles because it's been a week since the last podcast, or I think we had a holiday in there. So maybe a little longer. Um, for us to really live in a world of miracles and synchronicities, we must be in the flow of our conscious nature. And we can call it our divine conscious nature because there is an intelligence. There is a react reaction, meaning like a two-way conversation. We influence and affect how things come back to us. Call it God, call it quantum reality or anything in between. It doesn't matter the name, um, the proof is what happens, right? You can believe anything you want, but when you see what happens when we do certain things, um, that's what I'm trying to get into here. So when you're in that flow of just being open and fluid, and you're coming up against something that's really, really hard to process, um something's going on for me. Let's just talk about one of the things in my book. I was having, I I got tossed across the country because everything kept falling apart around me. And at the same part, my father is dying and he just wants me safe and secure and stable. And for numerous reasons, I just went along and quote-unquote surrendered because my mind was not surrendered. But through my spiritual practice, I knew what surrender was and what it looked like. So I did my best to surrender and go where I was being steered. So I allowed the universe to move me across the country against what I wanted. Um, It was what my father wanted, is what clearly was happening around me through all of these quote-unquote miracle situations where things were just falling apart and for me my life is always clear either super synchronistic or things are falling apart to help flow me in the right direction of where I'm supposed to be for my highest good and my highest protection so I'm in this new this new part of the country i got a job and it was something that had been carried over from a part-time job that I had when I was living out in the desert. And everything promised to me was complete garbage. There was no commissions. There was no anything. I ended up being more or less the secretary for this man running his business. And after being a marketing leader for a long time, if I was going to go back into the corporate world, I was not going to go back into a very starving type situation where I'm someone's um, someone has lied to me about everything that they, that they promised me for going there and things got worse. Um, I left that job to go to another similar one as I was hoping that it would be closer to home and that I would have time to do a part-time job, um, continuing the things I was working on in the desert. And I got into that building and I had crazy, incredible allergies. I think the building was completely mold infested. And so that didn't last. So I took another job and they lost a big account, like right at the same time that I was coming in there. So for less than hired person fired. And I was just going, what is going on universe? What are you doing? You pushed me here. Yet one thing after another is falling apart. I don't understand. This is not how my life works. My life blows. My life takes care of me. My miracles and uh, synchronicities have always taken care of me. So here I am in this horrible place of being close. I've, I haven't paid my credit cards. I almost have nowhere to live. Um, I have, I'm about to run out of unemployment money. And I'm losing it. I'm just like, I don't understand. This is not how my life works. I've lived a beautiful spiritual life. I've done things to help other people. I've been in service. I've done all of these amazing things. Why is this happening to me? And still, I didn't find vulnerability. I kept trying to put together one survival plan after the next. Okay, I'm going to do this. Okay, I'm going to send out 3,000 resumes. Okay, I'm going to build a dropship website. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And I did. I was working around the clock trying to get something going, anything. And you know what? There was no vulnerable nature in any of that. That was pure, sheer survival mechanism. The vulnerability was addressing my beliefs. It was to feel the panic that I wasn't allowing myself to feel. It was to ask for help. It was to stop relying on things I always relied on, which was me. I relied on me to take care of myself. And there was no vulnerability in that, right? Um, We're going to get into that in just one second because I just watched a documentary where that was such a prevalent story. So we're going to tie that in in just a minute. But getting to that moment where... My mind could finally stop. It had nothing left to do. I had done absolutely everything I could possibly ever think of to change my scenario. And none of it worked. And I finally just collapsed into the true emotions and feeling and being vulnerable and saying, okay, universe. I tried everything I possibly could think of I've." pulled out all the stops, I've gone through all of my survival mechanisms, which was basically me taking care of me <laughs> and doing something to change my outcome and doing something to make myself feel better. And none of it worked. And so once I finally reached that point, I the couple of things happened. I finally said, okay, I am struggling I don't know if I'm going to survive this. I don't know how I'm going to survive this. Okay, universe, if you want me to live in my car, I don't see it. I don't understand. I don't think that that's what you really want from me. But if that's what you want, okay, all right. I was in the moment of being vulnerable, which for me was not having a plan, not knowing what the outcome was going to be. Not even understanding all of these feelings that I finally allowed to come through, where all the success that I've had in my life and all of the personas I put on my life, of being happy, of being cool, of being whatever, were gone. And there was just this total moment of I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen to me. I don't know what to do with myself when I'm not figuring out the next thing. I don't know how to be still outside of meditation. Like I knew very well how to do that in my spiritual practice or how to address certain situations in the world with that, like put my spiritual practice of stillness and surrender into that situation, but not with my whole life. That was everything and every way I ever operated. And I had to come to that moment of, I don't know. And this doesn't feel good. And being vulnerable is finding acceptance in that moment. And not just a moment, it has to remain. <laughs> it's easy to be okay with something for a moment, and then our mind comes in again. And I'm like, Okay, I'm done with that. I did that. That was not, didn't feel very good. Now let's do this other thing. Let's go escape. Let's go do drugs. Let's go drink. Let's do whatever it is that your uh, survival mechanisms are built around. So in that moment of complete vulnerability and being okay with an I don't know state, and I knew I would have to stay there until something changed, it just shifted my perspective completely. I found gratitude. I felt almost relief in my body. Like this big, whole, tight mechanism of survival that was running so rampant in my life that I didn't even realize just let go because it couldn't do anything for me anymore. It could not help me in any way. And it was an immediate release. And so the survival mechanism's gone. And what are you? You're just this... I don't know, I, I can't even put it into words, but you are, you're this energy of being that's completely raw, open, undecided, undetermined. And when that happens, that is a direct connection to our conscious nature because what we truly are made of comes forward. And it's in, it. it rushed forward. And I started, not only after the relief, I started to feel almost this lighter sensation because the heaviness of my own survival was gone. And this lighter sensation came in and then I started to feel a little buoyant, I started to feel happy. I started to have gratitude, I won't say happy in the traditional sense, I wasn't That the mind was gone to have an opinion about it. So it wasn't happy in the sense of my mind liked something. It was more like happy in the nothingness state. It was uh, uh, ease. It was ease and grace flowing through me. And that has an energetic presence. That changes our energy fields immediately. And it changes all the energies we've been calling into ourselves when we're in survival mode. So we're bringing in that energy of our pure consciousness state, which is full of potential, full of grace, full of, and I don't mean grace in a religious sense, I mean the flow of ease and potential and everything that good that can happen. And immediately I felt gratitude. And that's the gratitude, that is where the mind latched onto. The mind said, oh, Gratitude, I know that I could take that forward into my world. And when my spiritual practice came in, my spiritual practice was to try and find gratitude in even the roughest situation. But all my belief systems of survival and survival mechanisms have not been yet devastated enough to really, really go into that in such a deep way until this moment. And in that gratitude, that's what my mind grabbed hold of. And in that gratitude, I saw, wow have an entire house full of things I can sell I have the universe that just took care of me and sold my gold records and sold things that I needed at the exact moment I needed them so I had enough money to get through the next situation and the next situation I remembered that had just happened and I saw a profound gratitude for that and then everything changed everything changed and immediately the next day I want to tell my landlord I can't stay in this house. Um, I need to pack this up and go on. And he's like, "Well, you said you had another job. Interviews coming in. If you really do, we'll let it ride and see how that goes." Because it, um, I already had another month with him um, for security deposit. And then jobs came in, and everything flows from that moment. And what it took to get there was. Complete vulnerability, complete letting go. The deepest surrender brings us into the deepest vulnerability. We have to be okay with not knowing what the next step is going to be. We have to learn how to live in moments of uncertainty and not mitigate our lives to feel safe at every juncture. We have to be safe with others we have to be safe in our own skin we have to be safe no matter what and that doesn't mean that if someone's coming down the street chasing you you feel safe because I've had plenty of those situations in my life but you know what the force of miracles jumped in and saved me every single time um, but and i wasn't expecting that right i did have normal human reactions to all of that where i didn't feel safe so those are a different context i just mean in our normal everyday experience of going through life when we're not in life-threatening or life-harming or life um, challenging situations in that way i'm talking about the internal things we do not the external there's um, a something going on that we need to get out of Dodge, go, (laughs) just go. I'm talking about our internal state when we're brought into these situations where we are up against a wall and have to realign our boundaries or have to challenge our own boundaries, have to look at our safety mechanisms, have to look at how we operate in the world. And quite honestly, this whole situation with vulnerability that I described really helped me realign spiritual practice as well. I saw how, yeah, it's great to go meditate and go forgive and go love and do all of those things. But when, when we're in those Buddha moments, we have to be in complete vulnerability. There's no expectations. There's no exceptions. There's no rules to follow we are just following our deepest beingness so yeah vulnerability has a lot to do with miracles because when we're in surrender when we are in the flow of our most natural human connection to our source consciousness we have to remain in that surrender state If we're putting up walls and boundaries and we say, no universe, you can only deliver this to me in this one tiny little way I feel safe. It's what I always say, putting that miracle through the head of a needle. This little tiny way you can deliver that to me. No, we have to be (laughs) in a place where we have very little boundaries and we are open and For all of us to be that open, that is where we challenge our vulnerability. So I want to tie this into um, a documentary I watched over the past week, which was a a well-done piece. And um, I think it was not necessarily started out as a hit piece against a spiritual teacher but a lot of perception of people who followed this teacher took it as that. So I don't want to get into who the teacher is so I'm just going to use the pronoun they this person actually does um, identify as a he or a she but just to keep it completely neutral I'm just going to say they so I don't want to cause any offense towards anyone who does identify as a they this is just to keep this very anonymous and not give away any more than the point that I just want to talk about um, that was shown in this film. So it is someone who has trust issues. And this is something that became very apparent when... This person is very self-reliant and believes that they, he or she, has a lot of the answers to the world. And I understand that because in my, grow- my background and growing up in childhood, I was very well taken care of by my parents. But I dare say my emotional needs were not met. Um, people did not understand some of the otherworldly things that were happening to me. So I was gaslighted. Um, My creativity was just like downplayed. I was told to be a good student. I was taught to not speak back. I was very well shaped by what my parents wanted me to be. And there was always arguing and drama going on that was threatening to a young child. So I just thought I was around people who didn't see me, even though they loved me. My, my family loved me, and they were awesome, awesome parents. So this is nothing against parenting. It's just not necessarily seeing something clearly that you just don't understand, right? They, the, I was very different than the type of person that my family is and my siblings are. Um, and so they just couldn't see what they couldn't see about me. And, of course, when you have otherworldly things happening to your child, you don't believe that's real because they never happened to you before. So I understand about becoming very self-reliant on your own needs as a child. And that is not for anything in the world, just internally, emotionally, get through life. Okay, the world doesn't understand me. My friends don't understand me. I see the world very differently than all these people because I've had these other bizarre experiences. I'm looking for answers that these people have never even contemplated. How could they see me? So I became very self-dependent on science, on facts, on trying to figure things out for myself and just on myself to get me what I really needed. And so this spiritual teacher comes into the world in the same way. So I understand that. And I understand the self-reliance. And then there is, at some point in their lives, one person comes in that they are absolutely, finally going to trust. Okay, I put my trust in myself and this person. And then it all falls apart because that is not what we need to do. In the course of being vulnerable, in the course of understanding the trajectory that's already been planned with our lives as we come into these bodies, we, and that's a whole loaded statement, which I don't want to get into right now, so I just don't want to go down that road, so I apologize if that doesn't resonate with you. Um, You know, we put trust in ourselves, we put trust in other people. Most people do put trust in their parents in the way that I wasn't able to. I always trusted that my parents loved me. I always trusted that I would have a roof over my head and food on my table. I always trusted that my mom and dad were going to do the best things for me, even though it didn't agree with what I wanted with myself. But when we put trust in other people, at some point, someone along the line is going to betray that trust. And then what happens, right? We put trust in ourselves and we fail to take care of ourselves in the way we need. What What is that? What happens there? Shame. It's all external, right? We're not good enough if we can't even put trust in ourselves. What happened? Or we refuse to see that what we're trusting in ourselves, we're just building up walls. We're building up one wall and another wall and another wall to stay protected. And that's exactly what this spiritual teacher did. Walls, lots of walls and trust in another human being. Finally, one human being this person's going to trust. And then all of a sudden, that person makes a decision that things need to be different and they're not going to be in your life in the same way anymore. And now you are devastated. This person was devastated and lashing out. And I understand. I I feel their pain. I do feel their pain. But that's the whole thing. Um, where is your trust? It's in yourself and in this one other person. And then that person in reaction makes rules, more rules for all the people around them. So this can never, ever happen again. So it's focused on the external again, instead of going to that internal place, playing, what is there to trust? And when you're on the Tao of Miracles, and so when you're following the Tao of Miracles, the only thing you can trust, and the things that your miracles will show you over and again that you can trust is that whatever happens to you is the next perfect thing because it's either in reaction to get you to break down those laws and for your own spiritual growth, or it's in reaction to keep you out of harm and to bring you to the next safe thing that you cannot see yet. Um, I don't know what happened to this person other than immediately making more rules for all the other people around them to so they feel safe. If that went on to progress into a spiritual awakening and wow, I'm even putting more barriers up and more walls around myself. Because in vulnerability, you have to tear them all down. In vulnerability, it is you and your creator. It is your source. It is your consciousness. It is your God or your quantum reality or your universe, whatever you choose to call it. That if in vulnerability, there is trust. We grow trust in our vulnerable state that we can't even rely on the things that we've done to protect ourselves. Just like my survival story of trying to do all these different things to keep myself out of harm's way. This person just put up more walls and boundaries, expectations from other people, so they feel safe. No, that's not how it works. You don't. You stop relying on yourself. You tear down the boundaries, and that's eventually what's going to happen. Of course, if it hasn't happened already, I don't know. It's not someone that I've been following, so I don't know if that has happened or not. But those walls, the more walls you put up, the harder it is to get through, and the deeper you have to go in your own spiritual. Examination to break that down and live beyond those, and they are going to fall down because you know what happens. Someone comes up against those walls, they come up against resistance, and then you're creating more resistance instead of creating flow. So eventually, if it hasn't already, those walls will come down. The self-reliance, the relying on other other people—what does that do in our lives? I don't know. Maybe other people have had amazing, amazing experiences when you rely on other people in your life, and those people are always there for you, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's fantastic, but ultimately, it has to be yourself. It has to be the self. It always has to be the self. You don't have a conscious conversation with yourself and other people, and you're a source creator. <laughs> it is just You and what you are made of. We are all fractals of this greater consciousness. And in that vulnerability, when we really connect to it, we understand that everything, I think that's how the religions came up with the word faith, right? Have faith in your God. Have faith in your religion. And I understand that now. I don't follow any one particular spiritual dogma. I've studied a whole lot of them and I've definitely um, seen where different aspects of things work for my spiritual path, which is always going deeper into wholeness, deeper into the heart, deeper into love and compassion and understanding what we are truly made of. And our faith, our miracles will reveal over and again the more miracles, the more synchronicities you have, you will see that you are taken care of. And that's where the word faith comes in. You, you miracles are not asking that you trust. But if you can open up your life to be more instrumented, more invulnerable, and more following the flow instead of resistance, you will see for yourself. They will give you tangible proof that everything that's happening is for your spiritual growth and For your safety. And that's it. If something bad happens, we all go through those things. And there's no no explanation why those things happen. We can't understand why those things happen. But what is important always is what we take out of it and how we grow and change through those solutions. Do we give up and go straight into hopelessness? Or do we greet the horrible things that happen to us with vulnerability? Understanding that it's an opportunity for us to come out of the gate without preconceived ideas, notions, judgments, painful scenarios, and just try the best we can. Get in touch with our emotions, see what we're feeling, honor that, and understand that our feelings and our emotions are that moral compass for not doing something different in the world, but for where to look on how to go deeper. Those are the places if we're upset, if we're freaking out, if we're losing it, if we're avoiding it, those are the places for us to go really find our stillness, our being missed, which is our ultimate vulnerability. So I hope that this podcast had some useful information about our vulnerable states in our spiritual practice, on our spiritual paths, with connecting with miracles, and really for our journey back into ourselves, into our true connection to our consciousness, away from the trappings and the habits and our fears and protections of the mind that have throughout time, pulled us away from our source. So, would love to hear your comments, questions. Um, please, go to the website, sarahpowell.com, S-A-R-R-A-H-P-O-W-E-L-L.com. If you're interested in this content, um, I do have a book coming out, also titled The Tao of Miracles, um, sometime next, early next year. And, Thank you. Please subscribe and share if you like what you're hearing. Thank you so much for tuning in. I definitely want this to be an ongoing conversation with anyone who is interested in living a more light, a, a more connected life in the flow, life in the Tao of the miracles that are our natural birthright. Okay, this is Sarah signing out. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week.